Hi, Pastor Tim here at Calvary Church in Pueblo, Colorado, and this is the message recap, rewind, and bonus features from the message we had on December 26th out of Hebrews chapter 3. Now, we're going through the book of Hebrews, and we came to chapter 3, and we actually looked through verses 1 through 6, and we saw something of the greatness of Jesus Christ, keeping our eyes fixated on him. We saw something about his faithfulness. We saw something about the faithfulness of Moses, as well as the relationship between Moses and Jesus, Moses being a servant, whereas Jesus being a son. And we saw the superiority of Jesus over Moses, even though Moses was an incredibly important person in our faith and definitely in the relationship that God has revealed to us through Scripture. So beautiful things from the life of Moses, but when it comes to who is greater, it is definitely Jesus. And towards the end of the chapter, we weren't able to look at this, but we saw in verse 6, it says this, But Christ is faithful over all of God's house as son, and we are his house, if indeed we hold fast our confession and our boasting in our hope. So there's a relationship that we have with Jesus Christ that is more than just he saves us from sin. You know, he, he died for us on a cross. It is a building of a relationship that is intimate and incredibly personal. He says, we are his house. And, you know, the author of Hebrews has been talking about the builder of the house versus the house itself versus who lives in the house in the verses above, showing us the greatness that Jesus has over all things. But in the end, the author says that we are his house. Now, we've seen in scripture many times that the relationship between us and Jesus is one of he is the head and we are the body. But in this text, we're called the house. And I want to go over two verses in scripture that build this up even more. So we hear, we have here in verse 6, this idea that we're his house, but we need to hold fast our confession. There's a responsibility we have to make him known in our life. Our life should reflect the greatness and glory of Jesus Christ more and more all the time. So we are his house if we do that. And the two verses I want to look at, one is in Titus chapter 2 and verse 14. And Paul says this. Um, I don't even know where to start. Let me start verse 11 because I know that the whole context is super important. Uh, For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation to all people, training us to renounce ungodliness and worldly possessions, and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in the present age waiting for our blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. And this is the verse. Who gave himself for us to redeem us from all lawlessness and to purify for himself a people for his own possession who are zealous for good works. Listen to that. He gave himself to redeem us. That's the sacrifice from all lawlessness and to purify For himself a people, that is, to save us, to make us right and holy in front of his eyes. A people for his own possession. We're his workmanship. We've been created for his kingdom. A people who are zealous for good works. See, we have a goal in this relationship, and that is not just simply to soak in and 
and self-meditate about this relationship, we're to express it in real-life actions. And the other verse I wanted to look at is in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 14, and through verse 17. It all kind of builds together. This idea of being his house. It says in verse 14 of 1 Corinthians 10, Therefore, my beloved, flee from idolatry. I speak as to sensible people who judge for yourself what I say. The cup of blessing that we bless, is it not the participation in the blood of Christ? And the bread that we break, is it not participation in the body of Christ? So he's talking about the Lord's Supper in particular, but when we partake in that, we're actually living the life that Christ lived and dying the death that he did. Uh, he did on our behalf. We're united in that. We have connection with it. And then verse 17, Paul says, Because there is one bread, we who are many are one body, for we all partake in the one bread. Because we have a relationship with Jesus Christ, there's a oneness and unity that we have, one believer to another, through Christ, whether it's described as a body, whether it's described as a temple, whether it's described as a house, whether it's described as a congregation, an assembly, or a church. Christ builds us in this unity. And our responsibility is to hold fast that confession, to make it known through good works, to live a life that is holy and godly and reflective of that relationship. There is a lot in Hebrews chapter 3, and we're just starting to uncrack the entirety of the book of Hebrews. So watch the message, the entire service that we had on Sunday, December 26th, and join us in person or online for the following series in the book of Hebrews. Until then, bye, and may this inspire you to live greatly for God. God bless.